Welcome back to 2022 with the Grinder. What's up, James? But it does. How was uh, how's 2022 kicked off for you so far? <clears throat> it's actually been a little tough. Okay, tell me why. Yeah. So I'm pounding the pavement on a new project I got going, insuredforclosing.com. Yes, sir. All right, and um, you know I realized how. I'm a little off my game on cold calling, like reaching out and presenting something. That's an amazing product that I'm excited about. I see how great it can be, how well it can work for everyone. But, you know, somebody else is not going to share your same passion. Right. It's not their baby. And, you know, it's not that. I want to phrase this right. Like, it's not that I'm getting no's. It's just. I'm part of the clutter. Yeah. Right. They're getting hit from a hundred different directions. And, you know, man, I, I, I put together what I thought was a pretty straightforward, <clears throat> simple message. And I'm doing it a couple of different ways. I'm emailing some folks, I'm calling some folks, I'm Facebooking some folks. And some of the people that I Facebook met, every single one of them, I know, I personally know. Right. Like if I, I went into a store, I don't hang out with them on the weekends, but like if I ran into them, we'd stop and talk to each other. Half of them opened the message, read it, and didn't even respond to me. And man, that was a kick in the, just in the teeth, man. Yeah. And I, I haven't really had that in a long time, not like at that volume. Yeah. And it's all back to me, right? Maybe I came on too strong. I didn't explain myself well enough, but like, it gave me some hesitation. It gave me some call reluctancy. So, um, kind of screwed with my head a little bit, you know, I'm not used to that. Yeah. Um, so that, that's funny that you bring that up. It's very similar to what we talked about this week at, and at our team meeting, um, going through the process of why we do what we do, right? Um, the, for us, the important question would be, you know, why would someone use you as an agent, right? For, for my, my folks here, why would, why would somebody choose you versus, you know, the person down the street? Okay. And then you mm -hmm. have to build up that the, that list, that list has to be so long, right? Of why they would use you. Because if that list is not long, what happens? The list of doubt is longer, right? And you have to start throwing away that trash every single day, right? And it can come from, the doubt can grow from the person that hangs up on you on the phone, the person that, that says no, I don't want to do, I, you know, I don't want that product or I don't want your service or I don't want, I don't want you, right? That's how we take it. Um, and then you have to build up why this, this service or this, why you are the person to deliver this product or service, right? And then you build up that, that, that list of why you should and why choose me. 
and why I do what I do. And then that list gets so damn long that the list of doubt starts shrinking, right? Yeah. And then we as, as salespeople or just in the sales world, you build up a huge list of doubt before you get on the phones, right? Just mm-hmm. because of your past human experience of, of rejection in the past. And so when that doubt outweighs the whys, you don't want to get on the phones. You don't want to do what you're supposed to do. You don't want to do the things that make you money, even though you know you should, because there's, there's that huge bubble on the right, right? Yeah. That pros cons list. And yeah. so we talked about it and we were just like going through the process of like, build up your, your, your positive list, build that up. And like, I, I wrote it up on the board and I wrote everybody's name on there. And I said, Okay, so Kaylin, for example, why would someone choose you to be the real estate agent? And she just kind of shrugged her shoulders and thought about it for a minute. And then one came out and then another answer came out and then another answer came out and then it stopped. And then I said, okay, why shouldn't someone use you? Dude, it was a list. And I said, okay. Now we know that your confidence does not outweigh your doubt. <clears throat> and then, so we went through the, we went through this and I was like, look, my company that we have here, this team has so many positives to why people should use us. You get to siphon from that, right? Maybe yeah. knowledge of the product or the service is on your list. Well, you can go ahead and mark that out because that's something you can fix, right? And you also yeah. have an entire team. So you can siphon our knowledge, which, you know, now you can put knowledge under the positive note, right? Yeah. And so just going through that process. And I think that's something that, that just being in sales, you build up such a huge doubt list just from the daily shit of why you get the no's. You get, I don't want this. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want, I don't want you. I, I've, I've got somebody else. You know, you've got all these things. And if you can just start throwing that away like trash and get down to the brass tacks of what it is, yeah. you realize, okay, so my confidence is just being hurt by this small number of things, right? And I can fix yeah. those things. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I think your mind goes to that first. I mean, it's, and then also just the unknown, like I started doing this. And I was like, man, like with this new program, I was like, this thing's going to be killer and it is going to be killer, but I underestimated the amount of work on the front end, yeah. which I think we all do. Right. We usually yeah. underestimate two things, the amount of money or the amount of work mm. and I underestimated the amount of work and, you know, looking at it and it's like, I remember I had a drill sergeant one time. He was talking about going through, um, he, he went in, he had, he made it into selection. He was going through uh, special forces selection. And he, uh, he said, man, they had done some movements and it rocked and rocked and rocked and rocked. He said they were beat and they thought they were done for the day. And one of the instructors walked over and said, all right, rock up. And that's how he said it. That was it. He said, one of the guys looked at him and goes, I'm done. I'm out. I, I can't go anymore and quit right there on the spot. 
when they all, the rest of them all picked up the rucks, the instructor looked at him and goes, put them on that truck right there. So that guy quit just because he just, it was the fact of not knowing how much further they were going to push him that day. And he was just mentally done. So it's like, Oh man, if I, if I got to call a hundred people and I know 20 are going to answer, right. 20 are going to give me, you know, it's like, okay, I can live with that. I know how bad the hurt's going to be, but when you don't, it makes you even more reluctant. It makes you overthink over doubt. And that's where your mind always pulls first, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to learn to fight that. Like you're saying, go to the positives, go to the good things, think about what it can become, what it will become and move forward based off of that. That's right. That's right. And um, something else that, that I've, I've put in place because I noticed myself, uh, a lot of the things that I bring up to the, to, to the team, it's based off of my own personal things, right? Yeah. And so I know if I'm feeling it from the top, I know that they're probably feeling it as well. So it's, it's more of a concept of how can I translate what I'm going through to, and how I'm planning on fixing it to putting it further down, right? So that let you know, like, hey, I'm in the trenches as well. It may not look like it or may not seem like it to you, but I'm in the trenches. And something else that I've had to do was when you have such a large goal for a year and you have such a, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing service or an amazing product that you're trying to bring to, to fruition, it's you've got to, you have to have a schedule. You have to have a routine in place because if you don't, things fall to the waistline, right? And it takes four weeks to actually set a standard of routine. And so what we've talked about in the past, if you don't watch it, if you don't, if you don't track it, you can't keep track of it. Like you can't grow it. And so for me, this, this year has been so focused on, you know, just, just from the rip on making sure that my schedule is down, making sure that I'm doing the best that I can to follow that schedule, right? And there's days that I don't, but when it comes to phone calls and follow-ups and all these things, and when we just had an employee leave, I've now got to pick up that slack. So where where does that fall into? Like, where, where do I put that in my schedule, right? Because now I have to make 10 times the amount of calls where I was kind of laying back and, and just doing some marketing and doing, you know, yeah. higher level things. Now I'm going back. And so that's something that- And I feel you on that. That's that's what I'm doing, right? Like I'm not out pounding the pavement anymore for insurance sales. You know, I'm kind of more managing it, keeping everything flowing, you know, trying to keep the pipelines full. But now with this new thing, I mean, it's me totally bootstrapping it on my own here at the office. I got nobody else on this project. It's like, damn, (laughs) I'm waking back up to- to what I used to do yeah. at a, at a different level. <clears throat> and it's, it's also me going, why haven't I stayed sharp the entire time? Yeah. Like, why wasn't I doing that volume anyways? I mean, yeah. I mean, I get my, my time can be spent. Like my time's valuable, but are helping my company move forward. Has that not always been valuable to that level, that piece? Maybe it's not what I do all day, every day. But why wasn't there many times a week where all I'm doing is just flipping over rocks, seeing what's underneath, man, just melting phone lines, you know? We can, we are all capable 
of, you know, falling back, resting on our laurels. And uh, you got to stay real to that. Yeah. I mean, it's like getting, it's like getting fat. I mean, it happens. It happens one bite at a time, man. Like next thing you know, you look around and you can't, uh, you know, your old no neck. It's just, it's just head straight to body, right? You yeah. got the cankles, you got the whole nine yards. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, it, it is a little bit of a, it screwed my head a little bit yesterday. Yeah. It screwed my head a lot, especially when it was people that I know. And, and they didn't say, Hey man, now's not a good time. None of that literally read it, moved on, not even worth the response. I was like, damn, did I come off? And I'm sitting there questioning everything. Is it what it is? Was I too pitchy? Did they just like, I mean, what, what, it, what in the world was it? Yeah. What made them not even give me a response? Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. <clears throat> and I don't know. So my thought process there is, um, when I do like a direct contact with somebody that I know, and if it's, if I don't have them on the phone, it's, I make it super, super simple. Even, even getting guests on the podcast, it's like, Hey, when you have some time, can we, can we talk or, you know, just making it super simple so that you get them on the phone versus throwing this at them and making it the simple project, right? The simple project is doing a copy and paste, changing the name and sending, right? Or that the simple process is, hey, you know, da 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 da, I got this thing, blah blah blah, send, right? Yeah. And so that way you can do that multiple times over and over. But if you if you break it further down and say, hey, uh, let me know when you got some time to talk. I'd love to talk to you about something, right? You intrigue. You bring up the conversation on the phone, which is a lot different, right? You know that yeah. you do the personal videos right? And even that personal video touch that you do is like, hey, I've got something I want to talk to you about. Shoot me a call, blah, blah, blah. Here's my number, bam, right? And if you did that, uh, I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know how you're going about the process, but that that level of um, communication changes the concept of the conversation. Yeah, you know, that's funny you say that. So that's my, <clears throat> that's one of my big things is I always send video messages through text. Yeah. Love doing that. Um, I don't know why I didn't do that through Messenger yesterday. Didn't do it. Yeah. And didn't the, do thing, it. the thing is, it's not, it's not a missed swing. You swung, you missed, right? You just swing again and just shoot yeah. them a video message. And if they don't pick up that time, if they don't want it that time, or maybe you caught them in the middle of transition between Instagram or Facebook and a phone call, right? And that you know, as well as I know that, that, that the game that we're in is you have this much time out of this much time for that yeah. person. Right. And maybe that, maybe that's an exaggeration. You have this much time, right. You can't see it, but I'm doing like a pencil tip and their time is actually lower than that pencil tip. Yeah. Right. And so you have to fit what you've got to say or what you've got to do inside of that that small mediocre amount of time and so how do you do that the most effective way and how do you do it continuously yeah yeah 
I, <clears throat> I'll also say back to me is I think I also made an assumption on my rapport with those people. Yeah. Like, Hey bro, I got something for you. I mean, that's not how I said it, but you know what I mean? Like that we're talking daily and we're not. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not, uh, not as relevant as I expected. Maybe that's what gut checked me. Who knows? I don't know. But the thing is, I will tell you this, I will fucking figure it out. Yeah. And I will dominate with this new thing because it is amazing and every real estate agent should be using it. And um, I, I look forward to the day where there's limited access because we're at capacity. So, so a question, um, are you able to explain what this process is? Like, I know that I know mm-hmm. something that you could explain fairly quickly right now. Um, yes, but I'm still, I'm still ironing out the, I guess the, the elevator pitch where it's quick, it's precise. I still stumbled through it a little bit, um, and get my ground on it. I actually got with Tim yesterday and went through it with him, uh, just for feedback. And, uh, you know, he was, he was talking about a couple spots where I was, like I wasn't aggressive enough. We kind of talked about some of that. So I kind of bounced around a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm still, I'm still getting clean on it. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out my approach on it, you know, cause it, it sounds when, if I, if I, it can, it can kind of sound pitchy, you know, yeah. and it, it's really not. I mean, it's a cool program. It's, it's really built with the agent in mind. And um but yeah, I mean, I got to get that down. I got to get the communication piece down, how I'm presenting it down. And look, I hope this comes off well to everybody listening. I, I've been in this business 18 years and you sit here and listen to me right now. I probably sound like a rookie, yeah. man. I, I, you, you got to, you got to stay, I hate the term humble, but you got to stay humble in, in, in something when it kicks your butt, like good it's kicking my butt man i gotta learn right now and that's okay and like i'm I'm never too good to learn or bounce it off people addison knows this thing forwards and backwards you know why because from moment of concept i was sitting there bouncing this idea off of him yeah moment of concept and asking him does this sound dumb does this sound good does this make sense is this does this pique your interest does it not you know like I'm going, I'm going all through this thing. I do not have every answer and I'm totally okay with that. Yep. Um, yep. And you know, it's, it's one of those, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those products that once it clicks with a few folks, it'll click continuously. Yeah. And so I, I think you, know, you, you've got something here that, I've never been presented with period other than with certain out, you know, outside uh, products, not, no, no, no one does this in insurance period that I've known. Right. I don't even think Tim even has anything like this set up to where, you know, it's this beneficial for both parties. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's, it's super, it's super intriguing and it's also really cool that you've come up with this and that we've been able to go back and forth and say, Hey, look, you may want to tweak this. You may want to look at this. You may want to process this, but um, the way that you've got it structured at this point is like, is ironclad in the sense of 
this is it. This is what you have to do. This is how we do it. Bam. Let's get rolling. Yeah. And yeah. You've, you've done what you needed to do. It's just a matter of how do you put this on a menu and someone say, hey, I want that. Yeah. Yeah. That looks tasty. I agree. I agree. But I'll get figured out. And I'll look forward to updating everybody once I do. And we're absolutely just crushing it with it. But in the meantime, it's difficult. And as much as I complain about it, I'm thankful it's difficult because there's, there's a lot of, lot of guys in my industry, gals in my industry who won't put in the trouble to figure this out. Yeah. And that's the people will dominate. Yeah. So, you know, and that applies to anybody else's industry too. You know, if you're doing something, coming up with something and it's difficult, it's a complete pain in the ass, but you believe in it. If you can get past the hump, then, you know, you, you just stepped up the level of entry and there's people who will not sacrifice like you do to get to that level. Yeah. So my, my question is, uh, as far as insurance goes, so are you able to cover everything outside of Georgia as well? Um, not yet. We, we do four states currently. So it's, it's Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, and South Carolina, just because the surrounding areas makes the most sense. I don't do anything in Florida. Florida is a very unique state uh, for insurance, very difficult state. Um, and there's just not enough volume for us currently. Okay. And honestly, you know, we need to, add, we need to dominate where we're at. Yeah. And I, we don't dominate where we're at. I want to dominate this area and um expand from there yep um so basically at the end of this at the end of this thing what i'm understanding currently and what our listeners need to understand is that if you own a home in georgia south carolina alabama north carolina yeah tennessee tennessee if you own if you own a home in those four states, you need to be getting with James Chapman today to check out that insurance. Also, if we've got any of those real estate agents out there that are listening in those states, it might be smart to uh, have a little conversation with James and see what we're actually talking about here. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, hey, look, you know, yeah, you ever need help, call call my office. Guess my team's awesome. Hey, what, what's the, the phone best? number over there? Say again. What's the phone number over there? 770-922-5740. So that's 770-922-5740. Call today. Yeah. <laughs> little little uh, selfish plug there. So, hey, look, um, appreciate you listeners. Appreciate everything you do for us being part of this uh, experiment we call the grinder podcast and uh, listening to us. And I know y'all go through the struggles just like we do, and we don't want you to struggle, but hope the information we provide is helpful to you in, in some form or fashion. So thank you. For sure. For sure. Um, and to touch base on our last little notes here. Go check out our sponsor. <laughs> Go check out uh, Origin Main USA and Jocko Fuel to get all your goodies and your natural energy drinks sweetened by monk fruit. I've even heard from the grapevine from Jocko himself, JP Denell, that it's an, it will help you increase your deadlift, 
by 8,000 pounds. It's one of those things that I heard. It's a myth. It's a legend, but it could be true. You may want to check it out if you're in there trying to get them weights up. Again, thank you guys. Thank you across the oceans when you guys are listening. I don't know what time it is you guys are listening over there, but we're all in the same same focus. We're all working on the same product. We're all trying to make our lives better. And it's all a process. It's a daily process. It's a weekly process. And we can't grow this podcast without you guys listening and sharing this out to one person, two people, every, every, you know, whether it be weekly, whether it be monthly, if something resonates with you, it would be awesome if you could share this with your local agent, whether it be a real estate agent, insurance agent, so that they can get in and see what they need to do. But also this is broad scale. So anyone who's in entrepreneurship period or looking to do that, that side hustle and learn a little bit of extra knowledge, we want to be able to touch their lives. So um, share it out, send it out to family, friends, acquaintances. And at this, you may want to send this one directly to your local real estate agent. And I know I'm probably going to get this thing multiple times because I'm everybody's local real estate agent, but send it out to your local real estate agent. That's right. That's right. Thank you guys. With that, grind her out.